Hey there, everyone out there who might be listening to this or might not be listening to this. Maybe you're just, maybe you're hearing it. I don't know. That's where my mind is tonight. I had a can of Red Bull uh, at around 9 o'clock, so um, I'm ready to go. And it's also 12.35 in the a.m., on Sunday right now. So, um, I mean, I don't really know. I just kind of thought, you know what? I'm going to come home and I'm going to record this thing and I'm going to like it. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, and I do like it. It's a lot of fun so far. Uh, even with only having two episodes out, it was pretty rad. I'm digging it. Um, so, uh, yeah, today was a pretty cool day. Uh, listen, yeah, I've, I've, I've done something recently, uh, cause I live in Long Beach, um, on, uh, right on the coast by the ocean and, uh, a beach that's nearby is, uh, Huntington Beach. It's right next door. And I've taken to driving down Pacific Coast Highway, which is right by the beach and right by the ocean. And I've been listening to a band called Gojira. You guys, uh, if you listen to the last podcast, which I hope you did, then you'll know about that band. Um, I highly encourage you to go out and listen to them. My personal favorite album is From Mars to Cirrus. Uh, it has some great tracks on it. Uh, Flying Whales, uh, The Heaviest Matter of the Universe, Um and uh, some other great stuff on it. Uh, Where Dragons Dwell, um, you know, From the Sky, great stuff. There's one track on it that's pretty rad called Unicorn, um, and it's really simple. It's just a repeating um, uh, riff over and over again, but it's in a clean tone, and it's very calming, very soothing. There's no words to it, uh, and it's only for, like, two and a half minutes long maybe three uh but it's nice to listen to that when you just want to chill out but gojira has this thing where they can be like extremely heavy at at once or they can uh just go like really melodic you can eat it's kind of a crapshoot with them you could get one or the other i like both i think that both uh versions of them are very very good um they uh however when i'm driving down pacific coast highway by the beach at night usually i like to listen to the more melodic side of them so i'll turn on one of their songs like um and i'd probably butcher this name uh the infant savage um or uh Maybe uh, Stranded, or uh, there was one I was listening to recently called Liquid Fire. That song is rad, man. It's it's off their album, L'Enfant Savage. I don't know how exactly to pronounce it. It's French. But also, um, one of their songs that I got into very recently is a song called The Art of Dying. It's off of their album, The Way of All Flesh great album 
but the art of dying is probably my second favorite gojira song second only to flying whales and second uh above third only to um probably toxic garbage island which is on the same album but um the art of dying is crazy because it has this drum beat in it which is absolutely insane i had to figure it out it's uh it's three beats of five and then three beats of three and then three beats of five again and then two beats of three so it go but and it starts out um he's using the sticks on uh on uh, a a big pole of metal you know and so he's tapping it out but he has a rest on every last beat of the the thing so he goes like that and so he'll go one two three four one two three four one two three four one two one two one two and, and like instead of and so a rest on in between each number uh or group of numbers it's really confusing but the coolest part is when he break, brings it into his drum kit and so when there would be a rest he hits his snare and when he would be hitting it he would be using his kick so he'll go one two three four bam one two three four bam one two three four bam one two bam one two bam one two bam and it's crazy and then up top he's hitting the cymbals in a four four count one, two, three, four. I'm turning into Bill Burr right now when he's talking about my sugar. Um, but yeah, the drummer, his name is Mario Duplantier. The dude is insane. Like He's arguably one of the best modern metal drummers around. Dude is insane. Uh, his brother, Joe Duplantier, is the, uh, the lead singer and uh, rhythm guitarist, or... I mean, I don't know. They don't really have a lead guitarist because there's no real solos, um, which is kind of cool. So anyway, I've taken to listening to them while I drive down the beach. A lot of their more melodic songs usually just because it, it's kind of a calming experience, you know? Even Even when they're intense, as intense as they are, it's really um, kind of soothing, in a, in a way. I don't know. It's kind of weird. For a lot of people, it probably wouldn't be as soothing because they're not uh, a, always a very soothing band. That's not usually what you think when you hear Gojira play. But uh, it does it for me for some reason. And uh, so now I I just kind of have it where if I'm going down, excuse me. If I'm going down PCH, um, I listen to Gojira, and uh, it's kind of just what I do now, especially if it's at night. It's the best when it's at night, because then there's an atmosphere around it, and uh, it just it feels nice. It feels right, you know? Yeah. Anyway... So, uh, it's Sunday, so it's, uh, yeah, it's been an interesting election week, because, <laughs> uh, 
that happened. But today, uh, the media is projecting Joe Biden to win. Now, uh, if anyone follows me on Instagram, they know my, they probably know my views on this whole thing. I, I preferred Trump to win over Biden, but you know, that's just me. I don't like Trump. I, he's not my, I, I, I wouldn't want him to be president, but I'd want him to be president over Joe Biden. Um, that's just my personal belief. Deal with it. Um, so, and when, when I say he's projected to win, that's just the truth of it. The, the media is just saying this is who we, it looks like will win, and he's, uh, if things stay that the way that they are. But the, the votes still need to be uh, confirmed. It, it still needs to go through the legal process of making sure that there was no uh, no uh, no fraudulent stuff, no uh, interference, no tampering with it. And uh, that's what Trump is doing right now. He's going at him. And uh, when it comes to people like like for me, I've seen a few things on videos and stuff where, yeah, and, uh, it looks like there was some maybe some fishy stuff happening. I'm not saying that there was fishy stuff happening. I'm just saying yeah, you never know. And um, he's in his right to do it. Like uh, a lot of people are kind of being like, "Oh, he's a sore loser." I'm saying, well, maybe, but uh, at the same time. Uh, it does. You just don't know. Like that's at the end of the day, and uh, and the Democrats, they uh, they didn't know, and so they went after Trump for about two and a half years over a Russia collusion, which turned out to be false. But um, if it had turned out to be true, a lot of people were just like, "Oh yeah, we're gonna get him on this, and we're gonna take the the presidency back and get him out." Um, and they were well within their rights to do that. I think that it was a stretch, and it turned out to be false. So, yeah. But, um, so Trump's well within his right to do it, and uh, the Democrats, or anyone who doesn't like Trump, like, it is what it is. However, I will say this. For anyone who's listening to this right now and like, oh, you Trump supporter or whatever, I'm not a Trump supporter. But I just prefer him over Biden. However... If it turns out that there was no foul play and Biden won fair and square, I will be like, okay, he'll be the president, and I'm fine with that. I He's not my, my choice, personally, but if he won fair and square, then he won fair and square, and I will accept him as such, and I will treat him with the same treatment that I did for Trump. If he does something good, I will say, good job. If he does something bad, I will say, no. Bad Biden. I, I think I would like saying that. Bad Biden. No, bad Biden. <laughs> um, however, if Trump, if, if, the, uh, if the opposite happens for, uh, for Trump, where Trump comes out and it turns out that there was some foul play and Trump is deserving of the White House seat, I'm going to uh, expect the same from Democrats or people who didn't like Trump, who don't like Trump and didn't vote for him. Yeah. 
and maybe we won't get that. We'll see. That's up to uh, whatever happens. And we shall see. <sighs> it's just crazy times, man. You know, I'm... Uh, I mean, I see a lot of people talking about this whole thing. I hate it when anyone's absolutely sure of things, you know, on both sides. It irritates the hell out of me when someone's just like, oh, it's this, it's this, it's that, and I'm just like, dude, you don't know. You're not in the inner circle. You you don't know what happened. You just don't. You don't know if, if it's true or not. And I don't. I'm not pretending I do. And that's why I say it. Like, it, uh, <laughs> you know, but people want you to be sure. It's irritating nowadays. I, I hate that, that people always want you to pick a freaking side. And I'm like, dude, I, I don't want to pick a side. I don't know everything and I don't pretend to know everything. So stop pretending to know things you just don't know. Like, It's just the world we live in nowadays, man. And it's a shame. It really is a shame. Because, um, there's, uh, it's just, it's just the culture that we live in. And I wish we didn't, but we do. And, uh, so good job, anyone out there. <sighs> I, I was telling a, someone of my uh, who who uh, I talk about this stuff a lot I am I hate my generation so much like I just straight up despise a lot of my generation and what we have chosen to to do it really pisses me off like we are a generation of ignorant little idiots who were raised in a certain way where we feel like we have to be the, uh, like, the frickin' superheroes of the day. I don't know. Like, and uh, I, I, I read this thing um, that I ended up posting on my Instagram because I thought it was just so true. Um, someone posted this, and they said, the social norm of it's your ethical responsibility to be constantly aware of and angry about every bad thing happening in the world at all times, even if you can't possibly do anything about it, is possibly the best way I can imagine to create a burnout and cynicism and depression in a population. So good job, guys. And I was like, damn straight. Like, there are so many people, and I think I used to be one of these people, who would post... A bunch of political and so and I post political stuff on my on my story and stuff like that, but that's just because I'm a political a politically active individual. I write political stuff. I I'm I'm invested in this. I uh, it's my it's just something that I am. Yeah. I I mean I I write it in my lyrics and I do I, I don't know. But even then, I don't. I try not to post as much. If if I see something and I'm like, oh yeah, this is good, then I post it. But I try to keep my head out of it as much as I can, 
just because I know what it's like to be on the receiving end of looking at someone's uh, Instagram story and seeing it just flooded with political shit. It's just not as... Um, it doesn't work as well as you think it does because you put your opinion out there and anyone who watches it is either going to be like, oh yeah, damn straight, dude. Or they're just going to be like, oh my gosh, I can't stand just going to this guy's Instagram and just seeing it flooded. Full. It's, it's annoying. And I understand that. I really do. It, uh, it can get annoying. So I try to be good about it. And, uh, but I see a lot of people posting about these, like, these things that, I don't know, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pissed about them, but I don't feel the need to post about them, because what am I gonna do? Like, I mean, what do you expect me to do? I'm a, I'm a, I'm a 20-year-old college student, still living with his parents, recording this right now in his room with, his little setup that he has like what 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 am i supposed to do i can't do anything yeah i only got a few hundred dollars in my bank account and you know i'm saving most of it for for later on what am i supposed to do i can't do anything and so i'm i'm totally down for raising awareness of of certain issues but like there are so many people who are just like, oh, why aren't you mad about this? I'm like, I am mad, but I don't need to post about it. It's, um, it's unhealthy. It really is. Because there are certain times, like I remember when I was in uh, senior year of high school, and um, from about the middle of my senior year to the end of it, I just stopped talking about politics. I stopped listening to political podcasts, videos, anything like that, because I could not handle it. It was eating away at my brain, and I was exhausted. It was making me physically, emotionally unhappy to dwell on this stuff. It was exhausting, so I took a break for about half, like, a, like a good few months, and I just stopped. And by the end of it, I was like, all right, I feel good. I feel like I can keep going back into this, yeah. Cause uh, yeah, it it just gets exhausting after a while, and uh, you know you feel that in political conversations too. Like I'll be having political conversations with people, and in the middle of it, I'll just be, get a headache and a migraine because I'm just like, oh my gosh, I can't keep doing this. It's exhausting. So. I don't know. I think uh, another one of those breaks might be coming up around the corner. But given the political climate, probably not. I don't know. It's crazy. However, however, there's a silver lining in this whole thing. About two to three days ago, on November... I don't know, what was it, uh, 5th, on November 5th, System of a Down put out two new songs in 15 years.
Oh, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Woo! 2020 just got better. It just did. They, my gosh. So, okay, so for those of you who don't know, System of a Down, it's probably my fourth favorite band of all time. Because it goes from five to one, probably Death Clock, System of a Down, Havoc, Megadeth, Metallica. No surprises there. <laughs> but um, System of a Down, one of my favorite bands of all time, and it had been so long. Since, they put out their, their last record in 2005. I hadn't even heard of them at that point. I was five years old, man. Um, but uh, it was um, it was crazy. Like I just went onto Instagram and saw someone had posted about it, and I just freaked out. Like I'm not kidding. I just went, "What? Oh my gosh!" and just lost it. It was so much fun, and I listened to it. It was great stuff. It was interesting. Why? Because because they hadn't put out any music because they didn't feel that they were out a good place as a band to put out music. And I totally get that. Like it takes a lot to go into an album as a band, especially one so politically like one fourth of their band, the drummer, uh, like believes dead opposite what a lot of them believe and so um like it it takes a lot to go into an into making and writing and recording an album without strangling your other band members i know because i did two eps with the band and it was just the lead singer basically and i still wanted to wring his neck for most of the time um and he he wanted to wring mine as well uh, and so, yeah, but, uh, I'm very glad that they put out these two songs, and the reason they did it was because, uh, they said they, uh, they felt it was a good time to, to do it because, uh, they wanted to get their, uh, the word out about the, the stuff that's happening in Armenia, um, because the the Turks, if I'm not very much mistaken, I don't know too much about this, but uh, the the Turks were, uh, they're starting to, well, not exactly starting, they're going after Christian Armenians um, and killing them. And it's... it's history kind of repeating itself almost because uh, they did this with the first Armenian genocide. Um, and they just basically denied its existence that it ever happened. And uh, now it's kind of happening all over again. And the USA is funding it. That's not good. <laughs> um they're not exactly funding the genocide. They're funding the Turks who are committing the genocide. So technically they are, but you know, whatever. Um, but uh, when it comes to, uh, it, it was interesting how I found out about it because I, I went to, um, I went to, uh, and I mentioned this on the last podcast. I didn't, it wasn't really a Trump rally, but 
Trump was there. He was eating lunch. Uh, and uh, there were uh, Armenians there, a lot of them, or at least people people in support of Armenia and Armenians who um, were trying to get some support and some notice from uh, for Trump uh, to, to do something about it. And uh, I talked with a few of them, got some information, and it was very uh, it was very interesting. But uh, the two songs, uh, "Genocidal Humanoids" and uh, "Protect the Land," very good stuff. And you can kind of, and you can totally tell through the music, just by how it sounds, that they it wasn't like music that was made with the idea of, oh, we're going in to make a, an album because we love making music and stuff like that. They were like, no, this is something we have to do. We feel obligated to do it. And I totally get that. It's really, um, it's really good. Because, and I was talking about this this week as well. I have been influenced more by the music I listen to than any Instagram or political ideology that anyone spat in my face. The entire reason that I am political is because of music. And I can tell you how it happened. I, um, A buddy of mine, shout out to Luke Jones, was, he showed me the band Havoc. And he showed me their album, uh, Conformicide. And I listened to it. And uh, there was a song on it called uh, Intention to Deceive. Very good song. I'd suggest looking it up. And the song, the lyrically, is basically, the lyrics are, I'll tell you what you want to hear. I'll tell you what I want you to see. I'll, I'll show you what I want you to see. Incapacitating you with fear while I'll let you think your mind is free. Basically, it's like, um, and the and the chorus is opposing independent thought with the intention to deceive. Misinformation is the plot with the intention to deceive. Basically talking about the media and the news and you know, places like Fox News, MSNBC, CNN, all that stuff. How they are biased and constantly lie to us and distort and sometimes just straight up lie about the truth. Now back then, I was like a, a sophomore in uh, high school so it was good damn it was a good four years ago um and i was idealistic as all hell and i was like oh the government could never lie to us they're the government and the news they would never lie to us they try to do the best they can and stuff like that ah uh, young naive me so i listened to it I thought the guy was talking a little bit conspiracy theories, you know? And then I talked about it with my parents, and they were like, oh, yeah, the media lies to you all the time. That's just <laughs> what they do. And I was like, oh, really? Wow, okay. And I never looked at them the same way. I never looked at politics the same way again, and especially not the government. And uh, I started listening to more music, and I was like, yeah, you know, this guy's making some sense. And... Then I started thinking for myself and doing some research. And it really, honestly, impacted me largely. Like, um, it didn't make me, like, it didn't change my, like, 
beliefs in, in a certain way, but it kind of revealed a uh, certain thing that was untrue. And uh, it was uh, it was really uh, it was it was life changing, if I'm being honest. So thank you, David Sanchez. You have impacted me more than you will know. Uh, so, yeah, when it gets down to it, I'm glad that System of a Down is putting out more music about it because it, uh, I, I know that a lot of people will be impacted by it. And uh, maybe we can get some good stuff done, you know, and uh, help our brothers and sisters in Armenia. It really is an unfortunate thing what they are going through. Unfortunate is actually an understatement. It's really terrible. And my thoughts and prayers go out to them. I really uh, I really wish them the best. <sighs> crazy times, man. Crazy times. Eh. Havoc had... Uh, they put out an album recently uh, in on May the 1st, I think, um, called V, or 5, whatever you want to call it. I call it V. Um, I really enjoyed it. I thought it had a lot of bangers on it. Really good stuff. I was talking with a buddy of mine, just very briefly. I recommended these two songs to him, just about how the media and the politicians nowadays are just kind of controlling us with fear the song on with havoc is called fear campaign appropriately named and uh another song in it is called post-truth era and uh they both talk about how the media and the politicians are warping our mentality of just the things that are happening in the United States and using it to kind of drum up a fear of what we, uh, of, of all this stuff. And by doing that, they control us. And so one of my, uh, I know that some people might start calling me anti-mask. I'm not anti-mask, but there are a lot of media and politicians doing it with COVID. And they just are. This is just a fact. Because they are treating it like it's freaking anthrax or Ebola. I know it's dangerous to some people. But it's not the worst thing we've ever had. Okay? It just isn't. Now, am I going to be a fool about this? Of course not. I'm going to be smart, and, I'm, and I have been smart. I don't go outside too much. I don't go to too many social gatherings. And when I do, I'm as safe as I can be. And that, I think that's the best you can do. I think that's the safest you can do. I mean, besides... Uh, like, the safest you can do without treating it like it's bigger than it really is. I, the line that I've kind of been sticking with is, don't freak out, but don't be a fool, you know? 
it's uh that's just kind of been my motto with this whole thing but with biden possibly being elected i don't know exactly what he's gonna do but a lot of us uh who aren't too fond of him believe that he might push the uh push the quarantine back to uh to a, a good decent amount of time i was talking with a guy who was talking with touring agents about getting going out on tour cuz they're signed to a major label and um he said that the touring manager said that the only confirmed date that is like 100% confirmed that like doesn't even need to be talked about that could go projected to go out on tour is spring of 2022 i'm going to say this right now i won't last that long i'm all about staying indoors and stuff like that but i can't be confined in quarantine for a year and a half straight it won't happen i can't do it i'm just saying it i will crack so it is what it is i'm hoping that biden if he gets elected will not go that route if he does i don't know i might end up doing i might end up saying screw it or i might go to maybe at that point i'll be somewhere where they're a little bit less crackheads about this whole thing you know we'll see we will see that's kind of all you can say nowadays like we're just gonna we're gonna have to wait and see it's not easy to uh make predictions about politicians because they lie all the time you know and if they don't lie they bend the truth or they say stuff they don't know I remember I was talking with someone in, who, who's a family member of mine, and he was kind of trying to sell me on Bernie Sanders. Um, and he said, well, you know, the one thing about Bernie Sanders is that he doesn't lie, unlike Trump, who lies all the time. And I, I didn't say this, but I thought to myself, okay, first of all, everyone lies. So that's just something. Everyone lies. Don't think that he doesn't lie. And all, po all politicians definitely lie. And if he isn't, doesn't lie, he says stuff that isn't true, which isn't exactly the same thing, because he thinks it's true. And, you know, that just is what it is. And with Bernie, it's an excellent example because he's a socialist. And he believes that we can get free college and free health care just by taxing the wealthy 1% which you can't do. You'd have to tax the help, the uh, 1% and the middle class entirely, and most likely the lower class as well. 
taxes would go up on just about everyone. And so it wouldn't really be free, you know? I don't really know why that isn't clear to some people when they say, who's going to give us free college? It's not going to be free. It's never going to be free. You're just going to pay more taxes. I mean, I don't know. Maybe there are, I'm not saying that there aren't parts of it that could be uh, implemented to our favor. However, it, it is what it is. I am personally glad that he wasn't nominated and Biden was because I feel like I can handle Biden. Even on his worst day, I feel like I could probably handle him. Which is, you know, it is what it is. That's that's really just what all I can say nowadays. It is what it is. But the reason I'm glad that... I, I mean, I was kind of torn. Because part of me really wanted to see Bernie get in the ring with Trump and see Trump just absolutely rip him to shreds. But at the same time, that would mean that Democrats would have to choose between Trump and Bernie. And I really don't think we want to, the answer to who would they choose. I think we all know. Uh, yeah. But it was an interesting election. And it's still, it's still going to go on. And like I said before, it could go either way. I personally think it's going to go Biden. And I'm preparing for it too. And I don't, I mean, it is what it is. Again, it is what it is. If he wins fair and square, it's fair and square. If Trump wins fair and square, it's fair and square. It isn't one way or the other. That's just how it is. I personally hope that Trump can, that there is some foul play and Trump really deserves this. But if not, then he didn't deserve it. And Biden wins. And I'm fine with that. I think the main reason I'm like this is that I'm so chill with, cool with it is because I remember when Trump won and the Democrats, not all of them, but I saw videos of a lot of them freaking out. And they were like, no, we did, this isn't what we wanted. This isn't and I was laughing so hard because I was like, dude, just it was confirmed he won there was no foul play and then they went after him for two and a half years about a russia collusion turned out to be false and i laughed at them again and so it's one of those things where i will but like even when they were talking about russia collusion like i was like okay maybe there was some russia collusion um, like if there was then I'm, I'm, I'll stand with you and say that this was wrong and he sh doesn't deserve it. However, it turned out there wasn't. And I just, I laughed not at the fact that there wasn't, but at the fact that they reacted like so distraught that there wasn't. It was kind of funny. I remember seeing a video of Rachel Maddow crying on MSNBC just about like you see a tear drop down her face. It was the funniest thing I've ever seen. I can't take her seriously, Rachel Maddow. 
ever since Trump won and I saw her reaction. She said something along the lines of, you're awake, by the way. You are not having a terrible nightmare. Also, you haven't died and gone to hell. This is real. This is America now. This is us. It's real. And I was like, you freaking walnut. <laughs> I can't. Dude. And, and this is a perfect example right now. Let's just say that Biden wins. We only had Trump for four years. You're fine. You're all right. America hasn't crashed and burned. Anything that happened was just a four-year thing. And that's the beauty of our government. That really is the beauty of our government. We vote. We, uh, we choose our leaders. Now, granted, I think we could be making better decisions. But we do the best we can. At the moment, at least. But there are places like Russia or North Korea where they don't get to choose. Like Even in Russia, there are elections, but they're rigged to all hell. And my boy Vladimir Putin, if anyone runs against him, they find themselves taking an unscheduled trip out a at a 12-story window. And oh well. <laughs> so there are elections, but they're all a sham. But our founding fathers were smart when they wrote up how the United States would function. And they wrote it up in a certain way where we can choose our leaders. And that's fantastic. They get a lot of crap, the Founding Fathers. And I understand they were slaveholders, a lot of them. I get it. And the thing is, though, that's just where they lived. They lived in a time where slaveholders existed. Slave slavery was a big thing. It happened everywhere. And I'm not saying that justifies them. However, we can't hold our people in the past to the same standards that we have now. I'm not saying that gives them the, the green card to be who they were. However, people can't hold people in the past to the standards we have now. And the people who do that it's honestly hilarious because they act like injustice they like they aren't in the same boots like I, I remember um, I made this point a while ago where anyone who is pissed that the slave that the founding fathers own slaves if they use buy or use anything that was made in China they're absolute hypocrites because China oppresses their workers. They have sweatshops and they have this crazy, like, and they have concentration camps where they kill people and enslave their own people and kill them to make iPhones and, and Apple products and crazy stuff like that. Like, 
uh, I mean, it's, it's, uh, like, for, for example, I, I think that I, I saw a guy, uh, Andrew Schultz, who's a comedian, who was making this point, um, your iPhone should cost $10,000, but it doesn't, because they make it for cheap labor in, in, in China. And, honestly, like people, uh, I, I want our ancestors, our no, not our ancestors, our future generations to look back on us as horrible people for letting this happen. I want my children, my grandchildren, or my great grandchildren, prefer preferably, allow them to to be alive, <laughs> uh, to be ranting on me when I'm dead. I want them to be like, man, our great grandparents, they used iPhones and products that were made in China where they oppressed their workers and killed them and didn't pay them fair wages. What absolute monsters they were. I want that to happen because that means progress as a society. But no, but no, we can't have that. People nowadays, no, we can't have that. If, uh, if you were born nowadays, that means you were, you are perfect. You are on the moral high ground. Freaking nuts. I hate them. I hate my generation. They could suck it. I hate them. <laughs> um, I don't know. It's, uh, it's really, uh, it's really something. But, uh, yeah. That's my own little piece about the Founding Fathers. They were not perfect because people aren't perfect. But uh, they, were, they were brilliant men. And uh, I will, you know, it, uh, it is what it is. It is what it is, man. I just wish that... Uh, our uh, generation would stop being so insane. But that's not going to happen because because <sighs> we're a bunch of idiots. This isn't a very happy podcast. I mean, it started out nice. It was talking about metal. <laughs> but it didn't end up that way. Anyway, I'll end up, I'll end it with talking about some fun stuff, maybe some good music. I just started to, okay, I'm going to get some shit for this, but I just recently started listening to Alice in Chains. I mean, I had listened to their songs like Wood, Man in the Box, uh, that's basically it. <laughs> but I just recently started listening to songs like Rooster, Them Bones, uh, uh, rain I think it's gonna rain when I I, I, th I forget what it's called but um, man it's some really awesome music I mean I knew it would be it's Alice in Chains um, but I just didn't realize how much I was gonna really seriously enjoy it I think that they sound a lot like Pantera if Pantera went the uh, the grunge route you know <laughs> it's kind of funny but like it's like you listen to the to the um to the riff in them bones that's a 
freaking Pantera riff if I ever heard one. And I could imagine Phil Anselmo just yelling out the, these lyrics and it is like freaking gnarly voice. That'd be great. Yeah, I'm definitely going to listen to a lot more of them. And uh, I'm really going to... I already know I'm going to enjoy it. So, I think I'm going to wrap it up right here. Next week, I'm planning to have my good friend Eli come onto the podcast. I hope I can get him over here. Uh, and we can talk about some stuff. The dude is more into like con- some conspiracy theories and, and shit like that. So, that could be really fun. Uh, so I think, yeah, I'm thinking I'm going to wrap it up here and I got to get some sleep because I, uh, I just, I need to get some sleep. I haven't been, uh, I haven't been getting as much sleep as I need, but I shall see and talk to and, uh, yeah, that I'll talk to you guys later. If, uh, but if, um, I would say before I go. At the beginning, I was talking about you guys got to listen to Gojira. The albums, I would suggest you check out by them. Uh, in this order, From Mars to Cirrus, The Way of All Fl- Flesh, and La Infant Savage. Those three albums. The first one has a whale flying in, 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 in the moon or something like that. The second one has a skeleton on it. And then the third one has what looks like a human silhouette made of like tribal tattoos or something i don't know it's rad but they're great albums and if you haven't and the songs i would start you with one from each one listen to flying whales listen to the art of dying and listen to la infant savage that'll be it for today have a great day stay metal stay open-minded talk to more people especially nowadays i I encourage you all to talk to someone. If you do do this for me, talk to someone who you differ with on opinions and have a nice, good conversation. Do that for me, and we will all have a better tomorrow. I know that sounded cheesy as hell, but I don't care. It's my podcast. I'll do what I want. Peace.